So there is a movie that we've been talking about and is about to come out. It is called Nefarious, and it is a modern-day screw tape letters. It is a story of good versus evil coming from the filmmakers who brought God is Not Dead and Unplanned. It is based on the book of uh, Steve Dace from The Blaze. The poster, the trailer, some people are uh, classifying it as a horror um, it feels like a horror film in some ways. It has unbelievable, horrifying moments, but it is not blood and guts. It is a conversation between a regular person and a demon. It is like the screw tape letters, and it is the real battle. And it begins April 14th. Nefarious opens in theaters nationwide starting April 14th. Buy your tickets now at whoisnefarious.com. That's whoisnefarious.com. You need to see this film opening weekend. Keep it in theaters. Whoisnefarious.com. Go there now. Uh, All right. Wisconsin is on our plate next. Soros-linked prosecutors all around the country. Believe it or not, there's about 70 of them. They now oversee 20% of the U.S. population. One man can't make a difference. Oh, he has. Half the country's most populous cities, more than 40% of all murders, are now falling under these Soros DAs. Okay. Wisconsin is looking at a another issue tomorrow there is a vote for the wisconsin supreme court justice and we're going to outline the choices and what it means to the rest of america in 60 seconds okay let me talk to you a little bit about uh what just happened with the kenyan president could you play this please here's the kenyan president on the dollar listen For the people who work numbers, I am giving you free advice that those of you who are holding dollars, you surely might go into losses. You better, you better uh, do what you must do because uh, this market is going to be different in a couple of weeks. Okay, that was last week. That is the president of Kenya saying, hey, if uh, if you're in dollars, he's talking to his own people, if you're in dollars, This market is going to change in a couple of weeks, and if you're holding dollars, you're going to lose. I don't know what the president of Kenya uh, knows, but I will tell you we are on this path, and when it happens, it is going to happen quickly. I want you to call Goldline today. Find out how you can get your hands uh, on some gold, how to protect yourself and your family. This week only, 
Goldline is offering one free one ounce copper Mayflower round with every quarter ounce Mayflower round that you acquire for direct delivery to your home. Gold, silver, whatever you can do, please have something you can trade with. Call Goldline today. Do your research. Find out if it's right for you, but please make this a priority. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. All right. So there is a um, there's a race for the Wisconsin Supreme Court justice, uh, and it's really quite clear, at least for me, um, on who needs to be the uh, Supreme Court justice. Uh, safety of community over lenience for criminals. One candidate, Daniel Kelly, is for that. Uh, his opponent is the one who is progressive. And there is a story out today um, that shows this woman um, made a plea deal. There was 10 years on the line. This guy kicked the face of his girlfriend in. She, her bones and her face were all uh, destroyed. He went to court. There were witnesses. 10 years she, he was supposed to go to jail. And what happened? She made a uh, plea deal. He spent a few months in prison. And then when he got out, he shot his girlfriend. This is the kind of stuff we're seeing from the progressives all over the country with these Soros DAs. It can't go on. It can't go on. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't thought, if you're in Wisconsin, and you were not, you were thinking, I'm just going to pass up tomorrow. Please do not. Um, they are um, night and day different. He supports the Second Amendment. She does not. Um, he did not support the lockdowns. She does. He's pro-life. She's uh, pro-abortion. Um, uh, Justice Kelly is the guy who hopefully will be elected tomorrow. It, it, this is a fight to save the rule of law as written by the Constitution. He is a strict constructionalist. She is not. Um, and they are positioning this. Wisconsin Supreme Court race could be the beginning of the end for GOP dominance. Um, this will have a downstream effect everywhere. Okay. Um, he's apparently caught in a campaign uh, event or something, so we're going to have to pass on him. Hopefully, maybe we'll have him later on the show or tomorrow. Um, but uh, it is an extremely important uh, case. And the Soros prosecutors, I don't think people really understand how big this really is. This, the Soros prosecutors, 20% of the U.S. population, half of the country's most populous cities, more than 40% of all murderers fall under these guys. And we're being told that you're an anti-Semite if you point this out. I don't care if he's the Pope. I really don't care what his religion is, what his race or creed. I don't care. When I, when I decide whether or not I'm going to like someone, I do the actual homework. And I dislike them for reasons. 
Now, I know that's not popular, especially with the left, but I dislike them for instance, what they do, not who they are. But uh, hopefully people are waking up to George Soros. That's exactly what you would say. I mean, I'm not at all surprised that Mr. (laughs) King of the anti-Semites over here is going to bring up George Soros' name again. Again, I mean, I just hate Uh, to point out Defender of Israel Award. You know, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was the one who, you know, gave it to me. Uh, Mm, So, uh, yeah, yeah, Uh, whatever. Um, What I will say, (laughs) it's funny because this one has been particularly Mm, disturbing. mm, mm, Um, mm. To go back here, Glenn, um, the the Soros thing, they keep trying to go down the same road. And they did this same thing to you going back to, you know, your days at Fox, your days at CNN headline news and before when you'd bring up George Soros. And you were one of the first people who were really obviously focusing on this. This is something that. It was a terrible thing that you did back in well, the day. Well, it was before I understood that it was uh, a terrible thing. I mean, I took on George Soros right. not knowing that <laughs> no, you just sure. didn't take on Joe, George Soros. I was, I mean, I, I baptism by fire on that one. Yeah. And so you went into, you kind of jumped in face first <laughs> into that yes. wall. Yeah. And, uh, and had to deal with the repercussions of that. But like one of the things that was interesting about that period was Soros spent a lot of money on big ticket items, presidential races, uh, senatorial right. races. He dumped money into these races and for then a he long went, time. And then he went to SOS. Do you remember that? Yeah. He went yeah, to that, Secretary of States. He went it's a, yep, to the it's exactly States. where I was going because, yep. you know, here is a international businessman who decided he wanted to spend his money more efficiently. This is what giant businessmen do. It's a smart idea from him. And what he did was look for races that he could spend instead of a hundred million dollars or a billion dollars on a presidential race, where he could spend one million dollars and make a massive difference to massive population centers in cities all across the country. The Secretary of State project was came out of the um, the idea that this old timey idea where Democrats were the ones constantly saying that elections were stolen. And so he said, well, the problem was we have these secretaries of state and they're the ones in charge of these elections. And in these close elections, we need these rulings to come out on on our side instead of the other side. So we dumped money into secretary of state races. Same thing here with criminal justice. He wanted to change the way we deal with criminal justice in, in this country. And instead of trying to get a president elected, he did what we kind of always talk about as conservatives. Target your local areas. Think about your local areas. And he went and dumped money into local areas, local small races, million-dollar races all across the country. Mm -hmm. And for this, we should remember, he was praised by the media as being an innovative thinker. We're trying to get all these progressive things done. No one can seem to do it. George Soros has come up with a plan where he he can spend money super efficiently and get these people elected. Politico wrote a glowing story about him back in 2016 called George Soros's quiet overhaul of the U.S. justice system, where they talked about how he would support these candidates, just like his defense with Alvin Bragg, that he never met. He never talked to them individually. He saw what their plan was and supported them so they would win these races and give you the AOC version of policing and prosecution. So they're trying to distance him now because you're seeing the damage that he has done. This, the, the out of control crime is caused by two things. One, 
George Floyd, Floyd riots. Nobody went to jail. The the vice president was actually soliciting funds to bail those people out. So you taught the whole society that you can do things as long as you're on the left, you can do things and get away with it. As if that wasn't enough, all 40% of all murderers fall under these guys. Okay, 40%. You've got 20% of the entire population and 40% of all big cities falling under their jurisdiction. So if... The George Floyd riots didn't teach it. These DAs certainly did. You'll get away. I'm not going to hold you for bail or or anything. That's why you don't have in some cities a CVS or a Walgreens. It's why when you're in New York, everything now in the Walgreens or the CVS is under lock and key. Everything. I mean, you walk down the aisles and the aisles are locked now behind glass Hmm. and you have to wait for an employee to come and open it up just to get some, you know, hay fever medicine. It's insanity. Why? George Soros. Yeah, he's he's done this to our communities. And again, not by himself. I don't think there was some big conspiracy. I think he saw people who agreed with him, like yeah. Alvin Bragg, and supported them. As the New York Times pointed out itself, uh, they, the Color of Change organization who was supporting these types of DAs who, who, announced they were going to give $1 million to Alvin Bragg. Six days later, George Soros donated $1 million exactly to Color of Change. As the New York Times pointed out, and this is not my wording, this is the New York Times' wording, they said uh, when they were going through all of this um, that uh, six days later, uh, he donated uh, May 14th $1 million to the group, which intended to help Mr. Bragg with the money. That's the New York Times reporting on this. And now George Soros is saying it's a, it's a conspiracy theory. He wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, in the Wall Street Journal, which he says, I, I've supported the election and more recently the re-election of prosecutors who support reform. I have done it transparency, transparently yes. and have no intention of stopping. Yeah. We can't he talk has, about this person and his influence. Right. It's, it's not that he did anything illegal. He didn't. He nope. gave money legally through the system. I believe it was, uh, you know, uh, laundered in a way, but legally laundered. It was just setting him One person apart. It's, you know, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. He's one degree away from these uh, DAs. And but that's legal, too. He didn't do anything illegal. But he is the guy who financed. Look, if it would have worked and our cities would have been safe, I wouldn't have a problem coming on and saying, I don't know how this happened, but George Soros has just made our city safer. And you know everyone in the country, if this was good, they all would have said that. Every media person would have said George Soros and his brilliant idea. Yeah. The problem is, is that the, the, the goal of George Soros is not to make things better. It is to collapse the United States. This is what he does. It is to make chaos so prevalent on our streets that you cry out for a dictator. You cry out for someone who says, you're just letting these people go. We've got to have a supreme leader that can make all this go away. 
That is the plan. We've been telling you that since 2008. You know, the the one thing, I I don't ever want to, um, I don't want to be someone who brings more chaos to the world. I struggle with my job um, because my faith teaches me to be a, a peacemaker. So when I say these things, uh, I think of the apostle, wasn't it Stephen, that was stoned to death? But the reason why he was stoned to death is he was like, look, uh, here's your history. Here's what you've done, and you're doing it again. And they stoned him to death. That doesn't mean that he was trying to light chaos. He was telling the truth. So I'm just telling you the truth about George Soros and people like him. They are trying to fundamentally transform. And to do that, you've got to collapse this system. You have to have it collapse on its own weight into a new system that benefits those people. There's nothing, there's nothing, uh, uh, well, I was going to say there's nothing wrong with it. There's all kinds of things wrong with it. It's evil. However, when you look at what George Soros is doing, it's not illegal. I think it's just evil. But the thing you have to remember, and I don't know when people are going to catch on to this, bad trees cannot bear good fruit by their work ye shall know them. So look at the works, look at the fruit of the tree of what George Soros is doing with our DAs. Look at the fruit of the tree of this administration. It's bad fruit. Let's judge it on its works and its end product. You don't need to make this personal or anything else. Just look at the fruit it's bad fruit. Let me talk to you now about another food group. It's meat. I want you to call Good Ranchers. I want you to go online and at least look at what they are offering. I want you to go to GoodRanchers.com. We are, um, you know this, we're headed for trouble. And the dollar is headed for trouble. And when that happens, the price of everything is going to go through the roof. Anything that you can lock down right now is critical. Lock your price down on anything right now. You can do this with meat. Now, they're saying that meat is going to go up another 15% by the end of the year. I believe it, but I, I, it could easily be. A hundred percent by the end of the year. If we start having real trouble with our dollar, you're looking at inflation that you cannot imagine. Lock your price in on everything that you can right now. Good ranchers. Once you subscribe, your price is locked in right now. If you use the promo code Beck at GoodRanchers.com, you're going to get really great meat. We had steak last night. It was so delicious. You'll get it from Good Ranchers. If you use the promo code Beck, you're going to save $20 off your box. Plus, you'll get free bacon, great meat, secure price, and a bonus of $20 off at GoodRanchers.com just using the promo code Beck. GoodRanchers.com, promo code Beck. American meat delivered. 
10 seconds, station ID. I don't have time to look this up. Could you look this up? George Soros, do you remember where he's, is he from Hungary? Yeah, where he was born, I believe so. Yeah, I think he, Uh, I think he was. He was born in Hungary and that country has banned him, if I'm not mistaken. But wasn't it also Hungary, the one that was taken over by the communist without a shot fired? Didn't Sorry, they, I, was, uh, I was looking it up. Yeah, yeah he okay. was born in Budapest, by the okay. way. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, look at, uh, look at. I think it was Hungary in the 1950s where they put the tanks on the border and then they just sowed the seeds of discontent and did exactly what George Soros is doing now, turned the whole country inside out and upside down. And then the Soviet tanks rolled in because they couldn't actually declare war on any other country so they had to figure out a way to collapse the country and then they could come in to stabilize it and that's how the communists took hungary it was hungry wasn't it we used to talk about it at fox all the time and i don't remember i'm getting all my uh, socialist republics uh, mixed up here i'll have to like, give me yeah, a little look, more look at it I, i'm pretty sure it was hungry but it, it is I, I just don't think it's by coincidence that uh that George Soros is from uh, Hungary. Hungary does not want him in the country. He, there are, I think, two or three countries. One is uh, Singapore, I believe. Um, or not Singapore, but uh, anyway, there's a, an Asian country. Uh, and at least two, an Asian and uh, and Hungary, but I think there's a third one as well that will not allow him in because he's collapsed their economy. He collapsed the British sterling. He's the guy who did that. When you know, when you look at what he has done, he has made himself very rich, but at the expense of so many others. Look at what he's doing now. He's trying to collapse because he believes in a different system than you believe. And when he couldn't get it done constitutionally, he starts messing with our security by by financing and getting these DAs to be elected. It's extraordinarily dangerous, and it has nothing to do with him being Jewish. Nothing to do with him being Jewish. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. It's time to get your house ready for spring, and that means maybe brand new custom window treatments from Blinds.com. This is the most inexpensive way to make a massive change to your house. If you're getting ready to sell your house this spring, this is so easy, and it will change the look. It's dramatic. It's the easiest way to get the job done, and I mean easy to the point where you can be sitting outside in your hammock having a nice spring snooze while they handle all the ins, uh, the uh, install. You just click installation at checkout, or you can do it yourself if you want to. Uh, you can get help picking everything out by talking to one of their design experts, but that is free. You don't get that free service anyplace else, and this is really good. These people are so good. I, I, I mean, I'm very, very picky. And I thought this woman that was helping us on on some uh, shades, I thought she didn't get it. And she's like, let me just send you the fabric and then you can tell. She's like, listen, man, this is my job. 
She was very nice about it. We got it. She was absolutely right. These people are great experts. Blinds.com. Save up to 45% off selected products right now. Blinds.com. 45% off. And head over to blazetv.com and get subscribed to Blaze TV right now. Use the promo code Glenn and you will save 10 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We were just uh, looking up Hungary. It is where George Soros is from, and it is the country that I was thinking of. 1956, the Soviet Union invaded Hungary to crush a popular uprising against the communist government. And they had already infiltrated that government, had all their people in place. They then caused chaos on the streets, um, and uh, then the tanks rolled in in 1956. Um, All right. We have uh, Dan Kelly on. He is a candidate for the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Um, He is a former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice. This race in Wisconsin is extraordinarily important. Uh, And uh, he is on now with us. He was up on an airplane. It was running late. So he missed the first uh, first exposure here just a few minutes ago. We luckily have him on the phone now. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me on your show. This is great. You bet. Uh, you are running a very important uh, race right now. Um, how do you say the last name of Janet? She who must not be named. Okay. So, That's uh, how we pronounce that. She is uh, from another planet. Um, and she is not just a liberal. She is a progressive. Yeah. Um, tell me the difference between you two. Yeah, it could not be larger. Uh, it's the difference between the rule of law and the rule of Janet Protosawitz. And what I mean by that is, you know, in our constitutional system, the Constitution tells those in office what they are to do. And I understand that as a Supreme Court justice, your role is simply to apply the existing law to resolve the cases that come before us. That's the rule of law. The rule of Janet, she intends to place herself above the law. She has actually gone so far as to say that she would place her thumb on the scales of justice to make sure the cases are resolved according to her personal politics. That is crazy. Than, it is crazy. It, it is a, uh, a complete breach of trust with the people of Wisconsin. It is unconstitutional, and she is dead set on doing this. And this is why I think that uh, this race is gaining attention across the country because I don't think I don't uh, I'm not aware of any judicial candidate in the history of the country who's ever campaigned on a platform of setting herself above the law, of rejecting the constitutional order. And yet that's what she's all about. And there are people like George Soros um, and Governor Pritzker from Illinois who are piling in tons of money to make sure that this happens for them. Well, I don't think that's going to happen here in Wisconsin, because I think the people of Wisconsin have really level heads on their shoulders. They're going to see right through this. And they still treasure their their constitutional order. They treasure the liberties that their constitution protects. And the last thing they want is four progressive lawyers sitting in a Madison courtroom telling them what laws they can and cannot have and what liberties they may and may not enjoy. I think they're going to reject that out of hand. What is the balance of the court now? Uh, Four to three. And one of the uh, constitution-following justices is retiring. So this could this is for all the marbles. If they win this seat, the uh, the constitutional order in Wisconsin is going to crumble uh, because you simply cannot have four lawyers setting themselves above the law 
and uh, reducing the other two branches of government to basically just their hand servants. So that's the risk here. Uh, but like I said, I, I think the people of Wisconsin are going to see through this. So we just need them to come out to, by tomorrow, uh, no later than 8 o'clock, uh, and uh, vote to uphold our constitutional heritage. So and that's what it's, that's what it's about. I, I just I just want to because this is one of the most incredible things I've ever heard. As you're talking, I'm looking it up. There are some cases that she absolutely said she would put her thumb on the scale of justice to correct laws that she yeah. thinks are wrong, such as yeah. congressional uh, district maps, which she called rigged. So, yeah, if if she disagrees with it, I mean, that is that is uh, that's not a judge. That's a dictator. That's exactly right. So we call that, when it happens on the court, we call it a judicial tyranny because she would be using power that the people of Wisconsin have never loaned to her. And I understand the authority of the court is simply on loan from the people of Wisconsin uh, to whom that power belongs. And she just, uh, she wants to reject all of that and become the source of authority, the source of law. And, um, and that would just overturn the constitutional order. So, uh, our, the future of our constitutional heritage in the state of Wisconsin is on the line. But it's also going to have implications nationwide, because if that gambit works here, there will be people that pick that up and use it as a template to push other courts in activist and political directions to set up judicial tyrannies in other states. I know a, um, I know a federal judge who said the lower courts are already out of control. He said... Um, he has seen uh, court rulings where the judge has said this law doesn't make any sense and we're doing this and completely yeah. untethered from the Constitution or the rule of law, no matter what that law is. Uh, law is. Um, in 2020, um, there was a $10 million bounty for this seat. It, they spent Ten million dollars for that race. That was the yeah. record. The national record is fifteen million dollars spent in Illinois. Yeah. Um, already, there is more than thirty-seven million dollars spent on this race. Yeah, we're expecting it to go uh, north of fifty million by the end of the day tomorrow. That is unbelievable. Please tell me some of that money is for our side. It is. Uh, so, uh, fortunately, there are folks around the country that still value the constitutional order, who understand that the role of the court is just to apply the law, not to make it up, not to change it, not to ignore it, but just to faithfully apply it every day as the Constitution commands them. And so they've, uh, they've come along, and uh, they've been supporting our efforts here in Wisconsin, and, uh, and there's been enough uh, that we've been able to get the information to all the folks across Wisconsin uh, so that they can exercise an intelligent choice uh, by 8 p.m. tomorrow. So, uh, so yeah, um, my opponent's got a ton of money, and she'll outspend us. Uh, but I'm not too worried about that because that bill of goods that she's trying to sell, I don't think there's enough money in the country to sell that to the good people of Wisconsin. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I, I so... <laughs> I don't know how to judge the American people anymore. I know that there's good people out there on both sides, um, but there's not a lot of people that are awake on the other side. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're sitting here facing some of the worst times our country has ever had, and it doesn't seem like the American people really even know what's going on. 
Yeah, well, and Glenn, you know, I, and I think that there is, you're, you're uh, reflecting a measure of concern that I do have. Um, you and I both know uh, what it took to originally secure the liberties that we cherish so well. You know, at the end of the Declaration of Independence, right before everyone signed their names, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And many of them lost their lives or were bankrupted or convicted of treason. But they didn't count that a price too high to pay to secure those liberties. Now, today, we still have a responsibility of securing those liberties. But it's a pretty easy thing to do. You just got to vote. You don't have to lay your life on the line. You don't have to face bankruptcy. You don't have to sacrifice your sacred honor. You just need to come out and vote. And yet I'm worried that because it costs so little, the people oh, might no. value it little. Uh, so our project really is to remind the people of Wisconsin who they are, uh, that they are the bosses uh, in this form of government. And it's their responsibility to come out and make sure that we secure our constitutional heritage so we can hand that down to the next generation. They can do the same after that. It just comes, uh, comes down to coming out. Now, it, last fall, there were 2.6 million people that came out to vote. And we're expecting that if, it, uh, if we reach 1.6 to 1.8 million by the end of the day tomorrow, that'll be a lot. But think about that. That's an 800,000 to a million vote drop-off between fall and spring. And so our project is to get to all of them and remind them of the importance of securing our heritage because there is nothing written. And I know you've talked about this before, Glenn, there's nothing written that says that we are guaranteed to have our constitution from one generation to the next. No, we have to do that. We have to stand up and make sure that we secure it so that we can hand that down. And we do that through voting. It's it's so easy to do. What's really um, so frustrating, uh, Dan, by the way, we are, we are talking to Dan Kelly. He is running for uh, the Supreme court in Wisconsin. Tomorrow is the last day to vote. It is extraordinarily important that you vote for Dan Kelly in Wisconsin. Do it today. Last chance is tomorrow. Um, but, uh, Dan, you know, what's so frustrating is our founders knew this in Thomas Jefferson said that it's not right. I'm paraphrasing horribly that we would rule from the grave. It needs to be up to every generation, but they made that part of the constitution. You can change it by, by, uh, you know, changing the constitution through amendments, but they don't yeah. do that. They never do that. Instead, they undermine the Constitution and get activist judges, which is not a democracy. That's not how a republic, for sure, but even a democracy is supposed to work. Yeah, it's just lawless when that happens. And it's not like we don't know how to do this. I mean, we've amended the United States Constitution 27 times. We've amended the Wisconsin Constitution more times than I can remember. So we know how to do this. When, when, when the document needs to change, uh, we can do that. But we follow the constitutional order. That's what we require. So these, uh, these uh, uh, politicians who want to dress up like judges and go to the Supreme Court yeah. so that they can set aside laws that they don't like, so that they can change the meaning of our Constitution so it's more compatible with what they want, they are rejecting the very idea of law. Law has to have a fixed and discernible meaning. And if it changes depending on what a judge says, then it's not really law at all. It's just the judge exercising law power. So, um, so it really is about protecting the concept of law 
It's about protecting the concept of the constitutional order. Um, real quick, because I've only got about uh, 90 seconds here. You are for, uh, you know, actual sentencing of criminals. The lenience yeah. for criminals is uh, not part of yeah. your playbook. You support the Second Amendment. It's not clear if she does, but she's supported by right. gun gun control groups. Um, the uh, life question, you are pro-life. She is very pro-abortion. Um, and the lockdowns uh, from COVID, where do you stand against them? Where was she yeah. or where is she? So, yeah, so I think that she favors uh, lawmaking wherever it might occur according to her particular taste. Now, what I do, uh, you know, I was on the court uh, while the lockdown occurred, and the lockdown order came to us for review. And um, by a four to three decision, we decided that it was an unlawful order. Uh, but two of us on the court, Justice Rebecca Bradley and I, we looked at that and we said, well, there's a there's a more serious question about whether more than whether it went through the rule propagation process. It was a question of whether the executive branch agencies could use the power of the legislature to actually make laws all by themselves for right. the state of Wisconsin. Right. And so we looked at that and we said that was unconstitutional. We struck down that order. Uh, so that people could continue to enjoy the right to set their own laws in conversation with their legislatures. So they not have an executive branch bureaucrat usurp that power and exercise it on uh, when they have no right or authority to do so. Uh, Justice Daniel Kelly, thank you so much. If you want to know thank more you, about Gordon. him, you bet. Good luck. Uh, you want to know more about him, justicedanielkelly.com. Uh, it is vital. If you are in Wisconsin, you were thinking, ah, it doesn't matter. If this matters to all of us, vote Daniel Kelly uh, in uh, the uh, Wisconsin Supreme Court. What, whatever way you vote, I mean, I hope you vote for Daniel, but whatever way you vote, your voice must be heard in Wisconsin. Last day to vote is tomorrow. Three kinds of people out there who love tax time. The IRS agents, the accountants, and cyber criminals. They are the scammers online who can file taxes using all of your personal information. But then they falsify items like the number of children, medical expenses, retirement account contributions, things like that. And guess what? They have the IRS send that big old fat refund check to them, not you. It is important to understand this is happening all the time. One thing you cannot cut out is online safety. Get 25% off your subscription now to LifeLock. It is top of the line in cybersecurity. They have both preventative measures to keep you safe, but because no one can catch everything, they also have restoration teams that if something does happen, your information is hacked into, they are set to take care of it. No one can prevent everything. But they're the best in the business, in my opinion, LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 25% off with the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com promo code BECK. LifeLock.com promo code BECK to save 25%. 1-800-LIFELOCK. The Glenn Beck Program. It's Holy Week. Uh, this is the week yesterday, Palm Sunday. Easter is coming uh, on Monday. 
the Passover is, uh, I'm sorry, Easter is coming on Sunday. Passover is this Friday. Our country is possessed. It is really, truly the only way to describe it. Evil has taken hold. And when I said back in 2008, if we lose this country to darkness, we will make the uh, Nazis look like rookies. I believe that to be true. Scriptures tell us it'd be better to have not been a Christian nation than to be one and then chase Jesus and God out of the public square. It leads uh, leads us to a place to where we are extraordinarily uh, vulnerable to the gods of the past. Jonathan Kahn writes about this in his new book, The Return of the Gods. So I am I am reminded uh, by the uh, scriptures that the apostles tried to chase a demon out of a guy couldn't do it. They asked Jesus, how come we couldn't do it? And you did. And he said, this kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. So I am issuing a invitation to pray and fast for our nation that we may rid ourselves of this evil and that we will have his help uh, and uh, his blessings. So that is Friday. Please Contact everybody you know that would be willing to fast for the nation and ask them to join us in this fast uh, on Friday. It's a fast based on Mark 9, 14 to 29, chasing evil out of our country. Fast for Good Friday. That's this week. Tell everybody you know. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Same back time, same back channel. The Glenn Beck Program.